0: This is Lorenzo at Coaching Deep Work. I help event producers, executives, and creatives organize the schedule of their professional life. Do you want to increase your productivity, improve your organizational skills, or just design a better work-life balance? Contact me at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. It's coachingdeepwork, as one word, at gmail.com.
1: There are so many things that, like, surround aesthetics. Mental health takes a a big toll on that. Like, a lot of people eat when they feel depressed and they're more drawn to eating and less drawn to exercising. So that's another thing. So it's like, there's so many things that it's so unique Mm -hmm. to the individual. And that's why like cookie cutter uh, diets and exercises never work. I think like everything has to be a little bit more personalized. That's the way I work at least with my clients Mm -hmm. because we're all different. We all have very different cravings. We all have very different things that we like doing. If I was on like, on just what the magazines told me to do do. I would be like eating kale 24-7 and going for runs. And those are like <laughs> probably the two things I hate the most. I would be a Victoria's Secret right, model, right. but I would be so miserable and so yeah. depressed that eventually it's non-sustainable right. through time.
0: Absolutely. And there are different things hurt us differently or different individuals are hurt by the same things differently. So, so I'm, I'm glad that we're talking about these topics, especially aesthetics-wise, because because I noticed that your Instagram profile shows two aspects of your life. One is your mm-hmm. sport and exercise, which is something that you're very active about, and the other one I would call women-related topics and aesthetics. Are those two things related, or or are you trying to defy the the common image of woman as a weaker quote unquote gender? Or definitely, I I was talking to a friend
1: the other day and I saw this. It, it bothers me that it's a targeted ad because. I got a targeted ad on Instagram. Can you how many push-ups can you do? It was it's what's some sort of like exercise band situation. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls in the ad was like, I can do maybe three girl push-ups. And I was like, We need to eradicate that concept from the world. What is a girl push-up? It's just a push-up on your knees. Why is it called girl push-up and not knee push-up? I've seen so many guys in the gym <laughs> do push-ups on their knees. Oh. Why are we calling it girl push Oh, push-ups? I see. It just perpetuates this idea that. like women are weaker i think yes biologically men are potentially stronger
0: yeah they're in our species the the male is bigger than the woman it's just like a biological thing
1: if i was training at the level that i'm training and there was someone next to me a, a male next to me training exactly the same way that I'm training, he will 100% be stronger than I am just because biologically we'll build that way. Sure. There's, they're separated. Like even in my sport and CrossFit, like the women compete against the, the women and the men compete against the men and the weights are different. The, of course, the workout is the same. Women will do it with like a lighter weight and then the challenge for the body is the same. It drives me crazy to just generalize of like, oh, women cannot do something. Right. Or just like, sit down and let the men the men do this. And I'm like, sit you sit down. <laughs> Watch me.
0: <laughs> what are the things that you're fighting against or who, who is saying those? Things?
1: There are a couple of things that um, drive me crazy about that concept of women being weaker than men or less than men in a way. There are two things that I'm, I'm fighting. One is that concept of, like, I think women can do whatever they want.
0: Okay. Is that a, a thing that women tell themselves?
1: I think it's something that's been very, very ingrained in society and that it's something that we as women have believed for many, many years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is not true.
1: Absolutely. And I think that even now, like even, and I'm talking this from myself and my own experience, even now that I understand that, there are moments when I feel like the weaker sex just because I fall back into those patterns that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. Like the society telling me something that is not really the way I feel or the way that I believe things are. So it's, it's recognizing what is the reality and what is what I'm being told to. And
0: I think you're doing a good, a good job in kind of like surprising people with what you're doing and defying those uh, stereotypes. I remember that when we, the only time we were, we met in person, we were helping a friend move and you, you took a like a table and lifted over your head <laughs> and walked up the stairs and we all looked at each other. Okay. <laughs> So it's it was like sort of like a you know superpower but very much in disguise.
1: I like telling I like I have a lot of kid clients, I have a lot of teenager girls that are my clients and I like encouraging them to push themselves to just do stuff that challenge them to be as good or better than the boys. Mm-hmm. Like don't never tell like people around you that you cannot do something just because of your gender. I think that's something that we need to take out of this world in general. And the other thing that I fight against through social media and through my coaching with my clients and through my theater work is the idea that women have to be encapsulated in either strong or feminine.
0: Oh, Interesting. That's
1: another thing that has been, like, ingrained in society for a long, long time of, like, if you are a strong woman, if you play sports, if your arms look muscular, if you look bigger than what the social construct of what a woman should look like, therefore, you're masculine. Right. They put you in with the boys and therefore you cannot be feminine and you cannot be sensual or you cannot be sexy. And I think like that's something that we also have to eradicate. Maybe it comes from like my growing up in Argentina where the looks of the women around me were always very different from what I looked like. I, I, mm-hmm. Didn't really have a lot of like female reference of athletes that looked the way that I did. It wasn't until like I started looking at international sports and even until I moved into the US that I saw people like Serena Williams or Ronda Rousey who are like huge muscular women, super powerful and sexy as hell. And I'm like, okay, we can be both.
0: (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Who knew? Yeah, who knew? (laughs) Well, that. This is a very good way to finish our podcast. And we have a fun little treat, which is, what is the word that you would like to be erased in the vocabulary?
1: Besides girl (laughs) (laughs) push-ups?
0: That's not a word. I'm I'm looking for like one specific term.
1: I think the one word that I really hate is should. Should. Because nobody should anything. Like should comes from a social construct. Mm It comes from a religious background, it comes from the politics around you. You should nothing, you do you.
0: <laughs> right, right, the, all of those things that are related to society or to dogmas or to trains that are made up.
1: I think should comes from the opinion of someone that's very self-centered and their idea of what they wanna see in you that's sometimes and most of the times not what you wanna see in yourself.
0: Time to wrap up this episode. Certo, certo. Soon there will be more interviews with stimulating and amusing people from the entertainment industry and beyond. So remember, everyone is a coach. Don't forget to also check out our website, ctacoaches.com slash coachingdeepwork. Ciao, ciao.